This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, it's Desi. How are you doing tonight, Desi? Good. As always. As always. As always. As always. I can't do the show without you. That just wouldn't be right. You could. But I it could, wouldn't be but right. I would be very disappointed. So. I know. That's because I'm the funny one. Yeah. So. As you know, we very clearly made that last week. It's been said more than one week. I know. <laughs> like every week. Not <laughs> every week. Two months. But close. <laughs> Since this whole thing started. Yeah. And right. prior to us doing the podcast. Since we met. <laughs> I'm just the funny one. I can't help myself. You are. I'm the good I laugh looking at one. My, you're, the, you're the funny one. Whatever. I'm the good looking one. <laughs> Regardless of whether um, I'm the only one laughing or not. Yeah. That's how I know when the jokes are good. Sometimes it's all that matters is that you're the one laughing. <laughs> Sometimes I'm Sometimes so funny I make myself laugh. everybody else is laughing, they're laughing at you and not with you. No. Sometimes. They would never do that. Maybe not. Anyway, I think you are first today. Yeah. I'm first. So, do you know how the jack-o'-lantern originated, by chance? No idea. I mean, we're coming close up to Halloween, so... Yeah? Of course, I gotta bring these things up if I find them. And I had no idea either, and I happened to randomly come across this, amazingly. I wasn't searching for it. Okay. So, um, the practice of decorating the pumpkin, it originated in Ireland. Ireland? I know, potatoes. I never thought of that as an Irish tradition, that's for sure. Um, it's where large turnips and per- potatoes served oh, as yeah. um, early canvases, though. So that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, named Jack-O-Lantern, it comes from an Irish for- folktale about a man named Stingy Jack. You know what? Jack-O-Lantern kind of sounds like an Irish name. <laughs> the whole, the whole thing. <laughs> the O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what about McGinnis? Yeah. Isn't that a beer? Guinness. Whiskey? Guinness, no McGinnis, but Guinness is a beer. Oh, I added that, I guess. <laughs> okay, whoops. That's okay. So, the legend of Stingy Jack. Um, people have been making the jack-o'-lanterns at Halloween for centuries, and this practice um, originated from the Irish myth about a man named Stingy Jack. According to the story, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. Uh, true to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack would use to buy their drinks. Okay. Once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it in his pocket next to a silver cross which prevented the devil from changing back into his original form. Okay. So, Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year, (laughs) and that, uh, should Jack die, he would not claim his soul. So, the next year, Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. While he was up in the tree, Jack carved a sign on... Of the cross into the tree uh, bark so that the devil could not come down until the devil promised Jack not to bother him for ten more years. Soon after, Jack died. As the legend goes, 
God will not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven, the devil upset by the trick Jack had had played on him and keeping his word not to claim a soul would not allow Jack into hell. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into the carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth with uh, ever or has been roaming the earth ever since. Hmm. The Irish began to refer to his ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern, and then simply Jack o' Lantern. So that's um, kind of cool. I mean, I, I don't think Jack was very smart. He like literally, you have if you have the devil. Why would you let don't, the just, devil, all, devil go? Just for a year. <laughs> no, no, unless <laughs> first time you got him, he's trapped in a coin. You can leave him there forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Unless you knew you were terminal and they gave you like a month or two yeah, to live. But but my luck, I would have lived that year, and they would have been like, "We found a cure." Like, why would seriously? I did. I just the only part of the story that I mean, none of the story really totally makes sense. But I get it. It's a story. It's a legend. I just it it seems really weird that he would let him go it's after a, a year. I know, but that's Jack O' Lantern. But that's cool, Jack O' Lantern. So like. I've never thought of a jack-o'-lantern as a utility thing, like something used to light up an area. Well... But it kind of sounds like that was his use for it, was was to light up the area and be able to see. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, I think he created the lantern yeah. so he could see. Yeah. But, yeah, in Ireland and Scotland, the pumpkin didn't come into effect until here. Yeah, that it doesn't surprise me. Because it was yeah. turnips and potatoes, mm-hmm. and then people, they would put them in their window to keep jack-o'-lantern away. Oh. Because so it was a, scary type yeah, thing. Yeah, so kind of a, a way to keep them away was to put the... And then, the like, window. England, apparently, you, they used beets. Um, and then when they, over here, um, they found pumpkins were native to America, mm-hmm. and they were just easier to carve. Oh, yeah, pumpkins, much easier to carve than... Trying to carve a turnip, I couldn't even imagine. No, me either. Or a and beet? then to put a you carve a beet. A beet, I could see because it's round. A turnip is like a carrot. Yeah, I just like, think I, I have, have trouble be... picturing a beet large enough to carve. <laughs> I've know. seen some pretty big beets. I'm sure there are. I just haven't seen them. It just put your weird. fist together, but it's round enough where there's some depth yeah. into it. I could see myself stabbing my hand holding a turnip because I went through it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we'll have to tell the story to the kids as we're carving jack-o'-lanterns this year. You could tell them because you have the scarier voice. They'll just be annoyed by me. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, Mom, you're annoying me. It's so and you just tell them stupid. you're the funny one. That's not a funny story. <laughs> I know, but it was funny to say that. <laughs> you're funny. I know. Funny. Hard My hard. first story has a little bit of holiday spirit as well, just not Halloween. Christmas? So. Please, no. The story is from 1955. Okay. Colorado Springs, Colorado. There's a local Sears store. Okay. Like a catalog type Sears store. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for um, catchy advertisements for the Christmas season. Okay. Uh, They decided they would run an ad in the local paper that had a phone number. And you could call this phone number and talk to Santa. 
there are other places you could do that, like the real North Pole. I know. I know. I'm just they. they had I've this been idea. to the real North Pole. They had this idea in Sears in 1955. Okay. Problem is, when they printed it in the paper, the paper printed the wrong phone number. Oh, I would have been mad. The printer, uh, the paper posted the number for the Continental Air Defense Command Center, <gasps> which is now known as NORAD, and this was the birth of oh the my NORAD God! Tracker. That's hilarious. Colonel ho, 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 ho. Cr- oh, my God. <laughs> I have that in my head. Colonel Harry Shoup, <laughs> he was, he was on, on duty that night manning the phones. When they started to ring off the hook. I wonder if he's the voice of the guy on the... It's possible. I'm not sure. Um, Instead of just telling the people on the other end of the phone, sorry, you've got the wrong number. (gasps) The guy had spirit. Him and everybody working there that night decided to tell the kids calling in, well, you can't speak to Santa, but we can track him and let you know where he is. So that's where the birth of this NORAD Santa tracker came from. They didn't break the poor little kids' no, hearts. they didn't break the poor little kids' hearts. So that was, you know, 65 years ago. They still do it to this day. Um, last year, there were over 135,000 calls to the NORAD Santa Tracker line. Um, and many employees of NORAD, volunteers, and even cele- celebrities. Last year, Michelle Obama fielded a bunch of calls at the NORAD Tracking Center. So they actually answer the phone? It's they not a recording? They actually answer the phone. Uh, they receive about 40 calls per hour per volunteer. Wow. Very, very high volume. So, calls. are they the ones that do the online thing where you can actually see where yes, Santa it's, is it's in the, the world? Same, it's the same group of people. They just, oh, that is so they, cool. They partner with Google call on that. Them. I, I thought that was really cool. And I mean, I've heard of it. You know, obviously, I've heard of the Santa Tracker before. I've had the download of the app before from Google, and that's the same, you know, same type of thing. But it was all just an accident, a misprint in the paper supposed to be it was literally supposed to go to a recording if christmas ever lands on a thursday we need to do an episode with the kids where we call there and that's all our episode is that would be fun is we'll just call once an hour and then we'll put it all together yeah that that's something that would be that would be a lot of fun a lot of fun or if we can just get a conversation i don't know (laughs) i did get a kick out of uh through this the article i was reading talked about how they've updated their their phone technology to handle all these calls by partner by partnering with a company known as Avea. I'm very familiar. Oh, with I know Avea. Workplace. A lot so, of companies actually use Avea because yeah, I've worked at more than uh, one Avea place handle, with that. Avea handles the tech behind the the Santa Tracker phone number that you can call. Nice. But yeah, answered by real people, volunteers, employees of NORAD, um, and celebrities. Never know you could get a celebrity when you call. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was a cool story. I know it wasn't quite quick Christmas and kind of a weird Maybe I should call there and I'll be like, her story, but. What's a celebrity that would probably do that? I don't know. That I like? I don't know. Is this Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> My mommy said I only can talk to him. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's my first little story. Aw, that was a cute little story. I thought so. A little, a little premature, little premature but, but, you know, we got snow today, so it's time <laughs> for uh, You're grounded. Don't even talk anymore. You were watching Christmas movies this weekend. I don't want to hear it. Uh, that doesn't cause the snow. <laughs> Either does doing a story about NORAD. <laughs> <laughs> it could. No. Okay, so this one, 
I actually, my mom did not send it to me intentionally for this. But she sent it because it's up my mom's alley. And she's probably thinking, she's probably thinking, when I die, do this. Okay. I'm scared. So I went, oh my God, this article actually, though, would be good for this show. Okay. Because we have Halloween coming up, and mm-hmm. it's not a Halloween thing, but it's Halloween-ish. It's Halloweeny. It's not really Halloweeny, <laughs> but we can make it Halloweeny because it's kind of okay out of the ordinary like that. Kind of outlandish. Like, yeah, I mean, I could do this story any time of the year, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this kind of fits right now too. Okay. So I'm gonna squeeze it in. Sounds good. So, uh. We've heard of when people die, you use their ashes um, to make jewelry. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We've heard of when people die, they want to be in a pod to be a tree. Mm -hmm. They want to help. It's a circle of life type thing. Um, We've heard of things like that. Mm -hmm. And and the ashes made into jewelry, it's a little weird, but at the same time, I get the concept. I I understand it. Because it's like... It's not just sitting somewhere in your house. Mm-hmm. The person's with you all the time, like mm-hmm. literally all the time. So, but this, I was like, mm, this might be a step a little too far. Where is your mom going to be when she passes? <laughs> I'm getting scared listening to this story. <laughs> it doesn't even necessarily have to be from a dead person, though, either. Oh, that just got creepier. <laughs> Teeth turned into jewelry. Teeth turned into jewelry? Yeah, there's even a set of wedding rings, his and hers. Oh my God. Where his wedding, or I would wear your tooth and you would wear mine. Yeah, no thank you. So there's this lady. Really, really, really weird. (laughs) There's this lady in Melbourne, Australia. Um, She's been referred to as Ted Bundy's jeweler, a serial killer, grave robber, and times um, throughout her at times throughout her career. Um, but nothing makes her happier than helping to turn the like memorialize the okay. dead. Okay. Um, she will take all over the world, but before she takes. Like, she'll even use hair, not always teeth. She'll use other things, ashes, stuff like that, too. (laughs) (laughs) But the teeth came. Somebody asked her, and she was like, okay, you know, and she just went with it, and she actually liked it. Um, And then when her best friend died, she actually was, was able to get a tooth, and she made something for her. And then it like became this thing for her. Okay. So, um, I mean, I've heard it of, helped like, her to deal with like the grief. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of like having like a shark tooth on your necklace mm-hmm. or something. Well, a human tooth would be a little weird, but I mean, if teach their own, if that's that's what floats your, floats your boat, I just think it's kind of creepy. It is like to me, it mm-hmm. is. And I look at these, and it it's funny because I one of my jobs previous jobs Mm -hmm. i had to look at teeth Mm -hmm. in x-rays or pictures that were sent in and i've always just been fascinated by teeth as odd as it sounds like 
crooked, the more crooked the teeth, mm-hmm. the better for me. <laughs> Decay kind of like freaks me out a little because, but sometimes, yes, I don't, I'm just, I will sit and stare at x-rays sometimes when they come to my desk and I'd send them to people like, that's a little weird. Are you seeing what I'm seeing here? I know. I've been told I'm weird like that. Oh, that's but, okay. But, so I can see the tooth thing, but I don't know if I could wear it. But there are earrings in here. Um, <laughs> one lady had an engagement ring. Um, she used the wisdom tooth of the guy. Weird. She wanted it because she wanted a piece of him with her all the time. No. There was a wedding set I showed mm. you. But, yeah, there's earrings. I mean, there's. I mean, it's their teeth, you know. She said she has turned stuff down. She had a request with an IUD. (laughs) She only turned it down though because it's made of plastic, and plastic doesn't hold up like metal. Okay. So that's strange. And she goes, she can't sanitize it either because plastic doesn't sanitize as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I hope it doesn't become like a fad, like you know the best friends necklace with a heart on each side, and one person wears each of them. Instead, you go, okay, we're gonna each rip out a tooth and we'll wear it. Yeah, I hope that. Doesn't I happen. I don't think a dentist <laughs> will just take out a tooth like that though, because these know, have been wisdom teeth for like the engagement rings yeah, and yeah. stuff. I'm just you know you can remove a tooth. It's not easy, but. <laughs> I would never do it, even though no, there are times in my either, life where I'm like, I think I should just pull it myself. And then you give it a little tongue, and you're like, nope. Yeah, no. no I'd rather deal with this pain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's my, my second story, and and it <laughs> came from my very own mother. Your very own mother. I was waiting for her to say something like, isn't this cool? <laughs> you guys can do this to me after I die. Funny. And I'd be like, are they all, do they all have silver on them? <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, well, my next story, I've actually just switched up the order of my stories because this one goes better and follows your story much better than my last story will. So, <laughs> Do you have something about teeth? But typically, typically my, find my last story is usually my shortest, so this might be kind of short, just so you know. This isn't your last story. No, it's not, but I just switched the order. Were you listening three seconds ago? <laughs> no, I don't listen to you at all. My last story is really short. This story is from... About a year ago, uh, Jenna Evans, she was on a high-speed train that was racing down the tracks. Her fiancé was by her side, and some bad guys appeared. Um, There was only one way to protect her 2.4-carat diamond engagement. She swallowed it. She swallowed it. Damn straight, I probably would have, too. You know what happened after she swallowed it? She cut her internal bleeding. She woke up. She was dreaming. <gasps> Did she really was swallow it? Relieved that you know bad guys weren't chasing her, until she looked at her hand and realized she was no longer wearing her two point four carat diamond engagement ring. How do you? I don't. <laughs> she, Holy bejesus! She had a history of sleepwalking and things like that. Um, and she did. She swallowed her engagement ring. This would have been good for last week's episode with all the sleep disorders we had. That's true. That's true. Um. I thought it was good for this week since, you know, you had trouble finding your ring the other day. And it's like, oh, my God. I just it. found it today. Yeah. Um, I was lost for like three days. I felt naked. Jenna did uh, rush to the uh, urgent care, uh, but they were not comfortable um, letting it pass 
through her system. I wouldn't have. That's a big rock. So they sent her to a, a gastro, whatever it is, a, 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 a gut doctor. <laughs> the intestine. Gastroenterologist. The intestine doctor. Yeah. I've been there. He, uh, the, it's not that scary. They were able to find the ring in her small intestine. Intestine. Uh, intestine, whatever. And they, they were able to remove it, and she, you know, was able to get a ring back. They actually did still get married in May of last year. Aww. But kind of like uh, just weird, like to be sleeping. And I would be taking it like off that. after that. Like, I mean, I've had some pretty vivid dreams, but I've never woke up doing something like, you know, eating my ring. <laughs> be kind of crazy. I've, I've never, I don't sleepwalk. Yeah. I've watched my sister, but I don't sleepwalk. Well, nobody's ever told me I do anyways, but I've done some, woke up doing some crazy th- I remember a dream one time, I was swimming underwater against the current, and I woke up and I literally could not breathe. Hmm. It took me a little while, and I've had uh, paralysis or whatever, mm-hmm. where you can't move and yeah. you wake up and you feel like you're being terrorized. That's creepy. When I was when I was a little kid, I remember my um, a friend of mine who's actually like my mom's best friend's kid, so we'd hang out quite a bit. And we would talk about dreams and stuff like that. And I remember talking to him about, you know, how, you know, I never die in my dreams. You know, you wake up before you die. If you die in your dreams, you die. He died in his dream once. He had an asthma attack. <gasps> and, and that and ended up like dealing with dying in his dream not completely obviously but the only time he sees i very vividly remember dying in his dreams because he had an asthma attack at that point and actually fell off his bunk bed <laughs> and hit the floor during the asthma oh my attack. god during my thing i was sleeping on a bunk bed and well i don't even think it was that dream there was another dream where i remember having the free falling <laughs> sensation mm-hmm. and i was about ready to roll off i remember waking up and putting my hand behind my back and I was halfway off the mattress. Wow. And I was like, move over. And I'm just shocked I didn't fall off. Hmm. Funny. I must have had good balance as a kid. Must so my last story is actually, it covers uh, videos, YouTube, Facebook. You can access them on either one of those. Okay. They might be on other platforms. I'm not positive. But I've came across it on Facebook and I was like, oh, this is funny. And then as I was watching it, I'm realizing there's a whole page to this. It reminded me of Bat Dad. Okay. But it wasn't Bat Dad. And they've been doing this for since 2012. Holy cow. So It's a long time. Uh, and I'm shocked you haven't heard of it. Maybe you have. Maybe I have. I what is um, that? Michael Myers of uh, Halloween. Decatur, Indiana. Oh. <laughs> No, no idea. So that's where they live. Um, there's many short videos. There's one, and it's all of the wife, like, following her husband around, and she's like, I got a phone call. I've been getting phone calls, and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And people have seen you out here. Apparently, every Halloween, he dresses up as Mike Myers. Okay. And just walks up and down their street, or he... I mean, there's a few other ones out I there will, of a teenage kid, but this is a full-grown yeah, guy. I will guarantee I was about this close. I don't know how to show my fingers on you know audio. I would guarantee to he's holding story about an inch about these people apart from today. his finger to his index. I was <laughs> looking at an article 
it had and in, in, in the article like I don't remember what the headline was, but it was talking about somebody dressing like Mike, like Michael Myers and showed a picture of him in a vehicle stabbing wagon. Yes, I, and I didn't yep. read the article, but I, I know that's the only riding in a station in, wagon, aka the stabbing wagon. That was one of them I watched. I, almo- I almost uh, the read first about one this. I watched though. It was the lady. She's driving with her son, her young son, mm-hmm. and. They drive by this guy just standing in the field staring at the highway. And That'd be so and fun. She's so like, fun. She's like, you've got to be kidding me. And she's like, Mom, we just moved here. I don't have any friends yet. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. You're going to have to get used to this because this. I'm so sorry. She's like- apologizing. And then they like turned around and drove back. And passed him again, and then they finally stop, and she rolls down the window, and she's like, uh, she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so then he comes up to the window, but he never responds to her. He always does the looks, yeah. and the stances, and the poses, and, and the Myers head things. Speak. And she'll, like, in the video, she's make comment, like, I'm committing him after this. I'm committing him <laughs> after this. I've never watched the movies, but I know committing... Him mm-hmm. is one of those things. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end or somewhere in there, it's like her her line in them. She's like, you're an idiot. Get home. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hashtag you're an idiot. Hashtag get home. This sounds like an amazingly fun hobby. Like It sounds funny. And then hilarious. there's even one where he gets a friend and she's he's sitting in the back of a convertible where it's like, you know how they have the, the queens and stuff? Mm-hmm. In the parades, yeah. and they're sitting in the and the princesses yep. and stuff. Um, it's like he's back there, and he has this friend who has a mask on. Um, Jason, okay. the hockey yep, mask. That would be Jason. Um, driving, and she's like, "Stop enabling him! <laughs> Don't do it!" And then there's another one where they're on a double bike, and they're driving oh, funny. down the road. And she's like, "She's like you and your best friend now gonna go." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find these videos. So, well, I got the link. So, and all you have to type in though is Michael Myers of uh, Decatur, okay. Illinois. But that's you have to spell that too. But we'll have the link. That's awesome on our on our thing, so you can click on it. Definitely, and it's for the YouTube channel because not everybody has Facebook. Yeah, yeah link to YouTube. Um, but definitely check it out. Check it out. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. That is awesome. Like, I I would love to have some quirky little thing. I could see me do. doing so something like this. I could definitely like see you doing something like that, for sure. Walk up and down. Like, I'm not into a horror or anything, but I could definitely do something. Yeah. What chicks are out there that are, like, psycho? All of them? <laughs> In the horror movie, oh, dumbass. I don't know. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there was one where it was in quarantine, he's throwing double rolls of toilet paper, wearing his mask, riding on a bicycle down the road, and she's like, what are you doing? That's the double rolls! (laughs) (laughs) She's like, those are in high demand right now! So it was funny, funny. in line to get school lunches, because during quarantine last year, I'm assuming Indiana was in the same thing, schools were closed. I'm sure, yeah. So he, like, cut in front of all the kids... And had this infectant, and he sprayed it on all the kids as he's walking by. And then he gets in the front of the line, and the lady's looking at him, just terrified. <laughs> she's like, don't give him it! Don't give him it! And she's just staring at oh, him, funny. horrified, like, I just want him out of here. 
That is <laughs> so hilarious. funny. So funny. I am excited to go watch these videos. You have to That's watch hilarious. it. It was hilarious. There are too many. I mean, even his toddler gave his toddler a bottle. Yeah. Toddler wasn't quite sure of it, but you could tell and he put the toddler to bed. Mm-hmm. She's like, we're going to end up having to pay for his therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Didn't have an article, but I sure could talk about that. That is hilarious. So awesome. go check it out. It's funny. My final story is about a turkey named Doug. Doug? Doug. Dougie. Uh, there's a turkey who's become a regular in Minneapolis's uptown neighborhood. Turkeys are everywhere this year, I, I swear. I know. Like wild skinny little turkeys you don't even want to chase down for Thanksgiving dinner because they're not even fat. <laughs> Neighbors have affectionately named the turkey Doug and posting about his adventures on social media. He has his own Reddit account and a Facebook page. Oh, so we have more videos. Yeah, more, more to check out. Oh, fun times. Uh, we'll keep you guys entertained for <laughs> hours. Um, there are tons of turkeys in the Minneapolis area. It's so, an uptick this year in all of Minnesota, probably yeah, Wisconsin, too. It's obviously possible that every video and picture of this turkey on their websites is not Doug. It could possibly be I was going to say it's probably turkey. some other random. But... It appears Doug's adventures were all part of a campaign strategy. On Thursday, Doug announced via his newly created Facebook page and Twitter account that he's seeking Minneapolis City Council Ward 10 seats. Oh my God, Doug's going to win. However, his candidacy is surrounded, shrouded in mystery following reports of his untimely death earlier this week. Aww. to his own Facebook page. The famous turkey was hit by a car and stumbling ac- across Lindale Avenue near Pizza Luce uh, before collapsing in the median and apparently dying. Um, Doug the turkey uh, claims that the rumors are false. He's not really dead. So there's one site that says he's alive, one site that says he's dead. Is this like an Elvis thing? I don't know. We, we confirmed he's dead. However, <laughs> Elvis is alive. Um, and Doug isn't the only local turkey celebrity. There is also one in Bloomington, Minnesota. Her name is Penny. Penny. <laughs> the wild turkey population is in Minnesota is about 70,000, according to Minnesota Department of National Resources. I feel like that's jumped, though, because they're freaking everywhere. And, in large groups, yeah. too. Um, these turkeys have become very acclimated to people, which is a problem. Uh, they end up roosting on homes, becoming aggressive towards people and pets. Uh, they've always been aggressive. They've always. I've had wild turkeys chase me mm-hmm. on a bike. And those fuckers, censored, sorry, whoops, <laughs> are bleeping fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they start walking and their head is like bopping like a chicken where it's like, back and forth and your your heart just starts going because you've already been chased by one and you're on foot this time you don't stop to see how far before it stops you know it's not stopping you start running and then the thing starts running and it's like your life flashes before your eyes it's scary there's definitely an uptick in turkeys this year um they even they interviewed a, a spokesperson from Progressive Auto Insurance, <gasps> and they have had an uptick in it punctured tires or dented cars for paint damage. Because they and dented car and chip, chipped paint or 
Did they oh, chip it or the hitting the turkey? No, like the turkey just walking up and, you know, I don't know what the turkey does, but hitting the car. It pecks it. It probably yeah. has a reflection, sees the turkey, and it's like, what are you staring at? Yeah. I'm the dominant. They've, done, they've, they've had an I could see this that. Year. So uh, if you have any turkeys in your neighborhood. Just uh, stay away. Stay get away, a gun. Shoot it. <laughs> shoot it fast. Just <laughs> pretend like. I mean. Just pretend right you the have the permit. <laughs> or, or, I mean, I'm sorry. Have the permit and pretend you did it not in town. Yeah. Or pretend it wasn't you. Get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it fast. They're, they're scary. Of, they're, they're an aggressive bird. That's for sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and they don't play games. Run. <laughs> I'm more scared of a turkey than I am a bear. Okay, I'm not, but... No, okay. <laughs> a black bear is not going to charge you if no, you scream. It's no, it's not. A turkey probably will scream as it's charging okay. you. <laughs> no, it goes... Cobble, cobble, cobble. <laughs> and then it goes a little faster, and it's like, Oh, my God! <laughs> Just a swift kick in the turkey. It's it? like trauma. My life... Would flash before my eyes again. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> not even. As soon as my dad said there were turkeys out at his house and like a big group mm-hmm. of them, like that they were out there cleaning out the garden and yep. stuff. And I was like, listen, I wanted to make sure I was ahead of that thing. It was a squirrel, <laughs> but it gave me that much anxiety. It gave me that, excuse me, much anxiety. You know, well, if, uh, if you have any awesome turkey stories, we'd love to hear it. Just send us an email. Outlandish Preferably of shooting them. <laughs> Outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can come to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast, and you can like our page there. Definitely share stories with all your friends and leave a comment. If you don't have any friends like me and you only use Twitter, you can come to Outlandish Casts. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's an oddball. Or you can come to our Instagram page, follow us there, love our posts, and definitely um, share them as well. Yes. At Outlandish Outcast Podcasts. Or leave a rating and review in whatever application you're listening to this podcast on. Five stars, please, if they have a star rating. <laughs> I like five stars. I like five stars, too. It's odd number. I like odd. You are definitely odd. I am. That's definitely. why I'm with you, though, too. This is true. This is true. Well, um, I don't know. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.